Feeling tired at the gaming table? Want to hear foul-mouthed jackasses poke fun at gaming companies when they screw up? Want an honest, street-level opinion from a team of gamers that call it like it is? Then Blunt Force Gamers may be the podcast for you. Listener discretion advised. Hello, my beautiful, lovely, and sexy, scabalicious, luscious gamers out there. Mm. I thought I'd do something different because it's October and I'm excitable and sleep deprived. Aren't we all? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, I am. I, I keep getting distracted by stuff. Anywho, it's us, the Blunt Force Gamers, and as you heard, Moniker is back. Hello. Hello. I have a Saturday off. It's great. I know. You're the only one of us now who has a job. Hey, I'm still employed for now. For now. How the tables have turned. <laughs> I know. <laughs> what is this? Opposite day? <laughs> opposite year. Call it like it is. Oh, yeah. yeah 2020 true. has gotten so ass backwards that I have a job and you guys don't. <laughs> <laughs> what is this world coming to? Uh, yeah. Shit, I don't know. But anyway, I'm Game Goblin sitting here with the moniker and... Darth Blasphemous, hail to the dark side. Jeez, talk slower. We live in the Pacific Northwest, right? We we we, we talk fast. <laughs> and I'm also sitting with Kazakhan Lordrek. And it is October. So we're uh, we're not gonna do our creepy episode yet. That's gonna be next week, I think. Yeah, something to always look forward to at the end of the month. That's right. You know, and this time we'll actually have it out. Bef- you know. Within the month of October. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Not like, you know, the day before Thanksgiving. That would be a change. <laughs> so this will be our, um, we're excited for autumn showing up and the leaves are turning episode. Uh, yeah. yeah. The leaves are turning, the sky is full of smoke. So, yeah, the end of the world is coming at the end of the month, so uh, might as well enjoy it. This last week has been incredibly strange. So, And I want to hear you guys' thoughts about it, because, duh, we're podcasting. Podcasting. I was wondering why there was a giant fucking metal <laughs> ice cream cone in my mouth. <laughs> Anywho, Bethesda has been purchased by Microsoft, so if you haven't heard already, which you probably have, and we're a little bit late to the fucking party here, because recording schedule, but anyway, Bethesda was bought by Micro Squish, Micro Dick, basically the son of Satan. The only way it could have been worse, in my opinion, is if EA bought them. And even that's, that's just, questionable. Even that's questionable. But Microsoft bought them, and do, are we are we gonna get a free vaccine now when we buy Xbox <laughs> and Bethesda products? You know, like the next Fallout game that comes out in twenty God knows what twenty twenty nine. Yeah. So, if that, uh, my thoughts on the, the vaccine is going to be pre-order bonus. Yep, pre-order <laughs> bonus, free Corona with every package. Yeah. Oh Jesus fuck. Um. Oh excuse I, me. Without getting into the nitty gritty of it, and this is just my knee-jerk response. Whenever a company does the investment firm thing and buys something, they usually fuck it up. Now Microsoft does not have the worst record possible. No. Oh my god, there's actually an airplane outside. That's, like, rare these days. Quick, okay. grab the grab the butterfly net. <laughs> uh, to formulate my thoughts, though, like, when EverQuest was purchased by Daybreak Games, they just basically gutted it and sold it off in little packages. Yeah. Uh, in comparison, though, Microsoft hasn't done that bad. I, 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 yeah. I, I really... I'm having a hard time getting that sentence out. But... I mean, they it, bought... Uh, Minecraft. I was just about to say, yeah, they bought Minecraft and they did pretty well. And that. yeah, they've been—they're still supporting the game, and hopefully, with a bigger studio, the next Elder Scrolls game will come out before I am worm food. <laughs> All right, no, well, or they know maybe, maybe, maybe the, it might have decent writing. The well, there's a few problems with the elders, but that's the holding on the Elder Scrolls as long as they have is number one. If I had a child, the day I bought um, Skyrim, the first I would, time, the first time I bought Skyrim, I would number one be the worst dad possible because I would have been absent for about the first two years of that child's life. <laughs> Besides that point, though, my child now, who I will just uh, name as Fusro Goblin, Fusro Goblin. <laughs> 
would be going to middle school next year. And they're still releasing Skyrims. And they're still releasing Skyrims. Yeah. So if I had a child at the same time, my little kid, Fusro, would now be going to middle school. Yeah, um, what was I going to say? Um, just on that, was the Skyrim candle, was that just a joke, or was that did that legitimately happen? I, I have no idea. I just the, the problem that I'm having is like the, the most... Uh, <laughs> act, the you, the most guesswork date right now. Is they're looking at like 2025, 2026 for yeah. the next Skyrim game? Yeah. That means my kid would be in high school before the next Elder Scrolls game comes out. Almost ready to fucking graduate. And this is too long to release a game in a series of games because most people will have moved on, died, or picked up something else entirely. Yeah. The new game will come out and the internal workings of the game, the game systems, because games are always evolving. They better be. Yeah, they better be. The combat system... Oh my god. Okay, it exists. Uh, the game systems... Discontinued. Um, like, that's part of the reason Final Fantasy. I love the game... It, the fact that they do this with Final Fantasy is every game has a different combat system. Yeah. But as I get older and my reflexes slow and my nut hairs turn more gray... Uh-huh. It's becoming, unfortunately, harder for me to keep up with combat as it stands with action RPGs. And Skyrim, I am i don't have vats, okay? There, there are times where I die horribly in the game. So with a bigger company like Microsoft purchasing Bethesda, we might actually see a new game come out by, say, 2022, 2023. We already know it's in production. I, I just, so long as the story's good. As, as long as the game is good. Yeah, uh, I mean, you know, I'm all for... You know, patronizing good things, but like... It's Microsoft, though. I already am forced to support them if I have a computer. Yeah. Yeah. And... Or learn to decode Linux. <laughs> and I'm old. I, I can barely learn how to tie my shoelaces anymore. And I have to do it every day. <laughs> or, or sometimes you have me come over and I do it for you. Oh, that's right, baby. Uh... So, with Bethesda being purchased by Microsoft, I am looking at this with a lot of trepidation. Yeah, there's 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 trepidation and there's hope, I would say. Because yeah. Bethesda's had a, had the Golden Turd Award for a little while, and it keeps bouncing back between them and EA. EA, who got it two years in a row. So, you know, they keep, they keep playing hot potato with the thing. But at the same token, like, maybe... Maybe. Yeah. The change in oversight will actually get shit done. Well, and I do have to correct one thing, too. It is not just Bethesda. It is all of ZeniMax. ZeniMax, obviously, have been working on this uh, beforehand as an exit strategy, and with the performance of their flagship titles over the last cycle, (laughs) it is obvious as to why they would want to cash out now, because this is... The, the bean counters have fucked up the company. Now the bean counters are selling what's left of the company. Now that they've destroyed it, they're basically selling off whatever's in the dumpster as fast as they can before the entire thing catches fire. Perhaps leave the ship first. <laughs> so id Software, Zenimax, and I think six other studios got included in the deal. So mm. everything Zenimax owns just shipped right on over. Okay, thanks. Bye. Okay, thanks. Bye. Including Obsidian. So maybe they'll make a uh, Fallout game and do it right, unlike Fallout 4. Hey, at least Obsidian always has good writers on hand. That is true. Uh, I mean... So that's the big news right now in, in the video game world is... That and Cyberpunk 2077 is coming out. That and fucking Steve, uh, Steve from Minecraft. Uh, being the next, Smash. Yeah, being the next DLC character in Smash. I'll, I'll say it. I'm actually looking forward to that. I'm, I am... I will happily take Minecraft Steve over another fucking Fire Emblem character. I actually hear his fighting skills are really uh, excellent, and he is a master at blocks. (laughs) There it is. There it is. (laughs) I had to do it. Still, I mean, you got to be careful when you're constructing strategies around something like that. You know, I just noticed, uh, Lord Dragon, you're wearing a Sabaton shirt. Fucking awesome. Yeah, you're wearing a shirt about shoes. Yeah. 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 The, they're specifically the metal shoes that knights would wear. So it says, Dungato Kanbotis. Meow, motherfucker. 
AIDS Desu. I don't know. AIDS. AIDS. <laughs> no AIDS. No, 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 no. Actually, have you had AIDS? No. They were delicious. Look it up. There used to be a chocolate candy that was like marketed as a weight loss candy, which really didn't help when chocolate. a certain uh, immunodeficiency disorder kind of arose in the late 70s, early 80s. But or before that, there was AIDS, which was chocolates, and they were delicious. <laughs> I know because I'm old and I ate AIDS. <laughs> Did you guys ever watch that show, uh, Xavier Renegade An Angel? See, yeah, he's looking up AIDS. <laughs> He's going to be AIDS chocolates. And yeah, they existed, dude. They were delish. AIDS chocolate. Yes, I used to snack on AIDS. <laughs> <laughs> Legit. Ugh. Oh. Do you ever have a box of AIDS? No, That's I a haven't. wonderful afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah, just. Oh, dear. I remember when Whatchamacallit first had their first commercials. I have never seen a Whatchamacallit commercial. Yes, really? they came out in the 80s, and they're like, how's it go? Whatchamacallit? And I'm like, the fuck is that? I want to eat Oh, one. that is an earworm. It I is an I, earworm. I hate that. Whatchamacallit? That said, nah. me and my girlfriend, whatchamacallits are probably our favorite candy bar. You know what? What? That's soon to be my girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just fuck with you, dude. No, I know, I know. She would murder me. <laughs> Possibly with your own tools. No, well, yeah, Still possibly with my tools. Dude, she would probably just like Lorena Bobbit everything from the neck up, <laughs> which would reduce my longevity for breathing. <laughs> I, um, you know, the best. You'll get the beautiful cinematic of the rest of your life. Well, that's right. <laughs> I, I shit you not, dude. Like, if you've seen a Gretzko, she's damn close to that character. <laughs> she's damn close to Gretzko, dude. <laughs> See? So, yeah, uh, that's the first thing, though, is Microsoft has bought Bethesda. I'm having a serious trepidation about it, because usually when somebody buys a bigger company like that, and, of course, this is a cash cow, Microsoft might decide to sell off a couple of the smaller studios to someone else because they want, of course, the Cash Cow Studios. They, they may keep them all. They're going to be doing some restructuring from inside. Uh, the news, from what I understand, was like just atom bomb dropped on people on the inside. Just like, oh, yeah, you work for Microsoft now. Have fun with that. Basically, what? the people who work there found out pretty much the same time as Everyone us in the public. Huh. Uh, the deal has not been finalized yet, so there may be somebody else who comes in and makes a counteroffer that's even better than Microsoft. I kind of hope for that, as who, long as it is who, not... Who would be better than Microsoft? <laughs> as long as it is not Ubisoft or EA. Yeah, I mean, and like... I would actually be happy with Nintendo doing it. I could see Nintendo. Nintendo does not have enough in-house developers, and if they let yeah. these companies do what they do best... Yeah, but the thing about Nintendo is they like they like their own shit so much. I mean, the they fact, do like the smell of their own roses. They really do, and the fact like that they have done more, you know, branching out with other studios for um, uh, uh, Switch titles. And yeah, for what? Switch titles. Thank you. I'm stuttering. We're terrible people. It's okay. It's okay. We all love each other. It's been a while. I don't love none, y'all. Just want that to be known. He loves my bunny style. It's the turbo hump. The turbo hump. Dude, I can just like latch onto his leg, koala style. Bunny style, that leg just jackhammers me right into place. He gets a massage and I get a bit of feel good. <laughs> you do that, dude, and I seriously will cock punch you. <laughs> yeah, go ahead, zap me. <laughs> I will punch you hard enough to turn you into a walking graveyard. Do it. I'm sitting right here. Do it. <laughs> but anyway, for those yeah. of you at home, uh, Blasphemous has picked up an electric fly swatter. A very what? powerful one we call the haunting stick. And he knows I will punch him in the nuts. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. It's not me for once. Speaking of haunting. It is Spooktober. Oh, I, I just want to say the uh, last thing about Nintendo is um, um, what's cool about them reaching out with more studios um, to the point where uh, I'm not sure if you guys saw Hyrule Warriors, the new one that's coming out, Age of Calamity. It's, from what I understand, it is a canon Zelda game that is not solely Nintendo. It is being worked on with uh, uh, Koei... Is it Koei Tecmo or Team Ninja? who does the Dynasty Warriors, or is it both of them? Either way, the guys who do the Warriors games, they're helping and, like, uh, leading the charge in a new canon Zelda game. That's crazy to me. That's crazy. Mm. 
Yeah, so um, I like the first Hyrule Warriors a lot, so honestly, I'll... Uh, I'll oh, Jesus up fuck Christ, God damn it! I didn't do anything. No, you did. what I do? God, it... Shit, I stopped the... God, you mentioned Zelda. Yeah. And now I have the original NES soundtrack playing in my head. <laughs> yes. It's now playing You know, I think if we sing anymore, Nintendo's going to come with their copyright. No, 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 no. Nintendo's not going to hit us for copyright, but Disney might with the next bit of news I got that's fairly recent. And Blasphemous, you got some new numbers that I didn't have. I first heard uh-huh. 17,000 uh, layoffs. You heard what? Uh, I heard it was going to be almost 60 when you include the international numbers. Jesus! That is a lot of people. Yeah, well, they... <laughs> We're going to fire everybody! <laughs> hey, Pluto, look at that, bomb! Uh, well, apparently they can't get much of a crowd showing up in Florida. California still shut down. And as much as Moniker loves to hear the word... Dock. They're talking about dry docking <laughs> their cruise lines, and so sixty thousand people is a lot of people. The House of Mouse is on fire. Mulan sucked. That's not really news at this point, but yeah, it's not really news at this point. But I, I mentioned this because it also illustrates that everything they've done on the cinema side for the last couple of years yeah. has sucked. Giant frosty donkey cock. You know, I, I just like to imagine, you, you guys know when, uh, I forget when it was, but during the pandemic, uh, when the uh, cruise liner had to come into port and everyone was stuck on there for however long because of coronavirus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine being stuck on a Disney cruise in that same situation? Oh, With geez. all the fucking mascot and all the fucking kids and just, oh, that would be the only wretched. Thing, the, okay, yeah, wretched. wretched. There's the only one thing I could hope for yeah. in that case. Is that whoever the mascot is dressing up as Snow White is feeling lonely and frisky? Yeah. Because otherwise, that cruise would be completely unbearable for me. Nah, man, there'd be Ariel there. I I don't know fish now. I mean, it, it's just an actor in a costume. Look, look, I like tuna as much as the next guy. <laughs> you know, split it, hit it, and quit it. But Ariel, no. She's got crabs. <laughs> Fuck. No, no. Snow White was my original Disney waifu before I figured out that Disney is a big fan of child exploitation. And since then, I've hated the company, everything it stands for, everything they produce. I despise because of child exploitation. I have a line that I don't cross. Okay, murder is fine in some cases. It can be justified. Exploiting children, never. Ever, 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 ever. So... I really do not feel any sorrow for the House of Mouse being on fire with a lot of the bad decisions they've been making. I feel sorry for the employees. Of course, yeah. It's always the employees and like the yeah, low-level guys who get laid off. The, the standard Joe and Jane who have to pay rent to put food on the table, to take care of friends or family. These are the people that are being impacted the most. I give zero shits about the corporation. Corporation the people, can burn, but the, the people working under burn. it. For all I care, Disneyland itself can catch fire, and it will just be Tuesday. It'll just be California still on fire. Again. It'll be normal. I won't give a fuck. But with the people who are, you know, trying to actually make it to the next day. Yeah. Those are the ones I feel for. And for 17,000 layoffs here domestically, that sucks. Yeah. That's that's not an insignificant portion of folks that just... Times are crazy. Might not have bread tomorrow to eat. That's why we're here, to lighten your day. Well, it's kind of getting inevitable in a way. Uh, The House of Mouse has been on fire. Like I said, Mulan sucked. Star Wars has, for the first time, produced a movie that has lost money. (laughs) Thank you, Solo. Each subsequent movie that came out in the latest trilogy just got worse than the one before it. At least when I watched the uh, prequel trilogy, each movie got slightly better than the last one. And the original trilogy is the one that everyone is, you know, justifiably mad about because those are the ones that were good. Those are the ones that had feeling and depth and meaning. 
They they also you know, came out at a really good moment for movies like that because a lot of movies were serious in that era, mm-hmm. and here you had a feel good space sword and sorcery. Well, I mean, it, it, yeah, I mean, at least for science fiction, as far as those goes. I mean, yeah. before you had you know stuff like the Andromeda effect, I think that was the name of the movie. You know, or it was all like science fiction. If it wasn't just outright horror, it was like you know uh, guys in laboratories and there was actual. It, it was like small... some deep, meaningful philosophical yeah. conversation. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. usually rooted in. Like, Meanwhile, this one was literally just a fantasy set in space. Yeah. Exactly. This yeah. was your standard sword and sorcery movie of a farm boy who goes and defeats a dark knight, rescues a princess. The story is space fantasy, yes. He meets a little green goblin that likes CBT. There has been rumors that he uh, <laughs> he lived on Dagobah for the icky sticky. <laughs> Yeah. You know, going with... It's always 420 on some planet. <laughs> you know, going with what you said about uh, <sighs> the prequel movies getting progressively better and then the sequel movies getting progressively worse, that makes me think the entire Star Wars saga is kind of like the Doppler effect. You know? Whoa. Whoa. You know? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Disney has to the THX sound. been failing or, or trying to fail or something in that regard. Their Lion King movie, the live-action adaptation, nobody gives a fuck about it. No. Nobody really cares. It's a great visual feast. The animators did a fantastic job. Beyond that, nobody gives a fuck. And, I mean, you can look at it and see that really when they started catching fire really bad, Beauty and the Beast live-action. Oh, yeah. And yeah, I could like see it that. just gone downhill from there for what was the first... all the major titles they've been trying to do that aren't Marvel because oh. it's where all their creative energy is. What was their first it... live action film that they did? Was it Cinderella? Uh, I thought it was Beauty and the Beast. It's Disney. I really haven't paid attention. I, I I'm kind of in the same boat. God is at this Cinderella, but I, I only didn't... look when the the castle's on fire and there's a mouse screaming for help. I'm like. Yeah, burn, <laughs> fucker. <laughs> well, I mean, what I'm saying is, like, the live-action stuff, I mean, that was, like, a novel idea. I think it would have been cool if it would, they had just done the Cinderella one, you know? It's like, oh, live-action Cinderella, that's neat. And then move on to, you know, what they're known for, which I guess is animated films, mostly. Well, the, the, thing, the here's what kind of gets me about it, is, yes, they're known for animated films. Yeah. But how many Disney uh... original productions can you name? Original, not we're, because we're specifically Disney, not the 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 Grim Tales. Yeah, uh, like Disney uh, predominantly built their empire. There's with that the frog and the the princess or whatever. Princess and the frog. Yeah, uh, that's originally theirs, from what I understand. But everything else they took from somebody else's intellectual property that became open source material, put it to animation, yeah, slapped their logo on it, and resold it. Again so, and again. So basically, and again. all they did was just make a different flavor of buffalo wings <laughs> and just sell it back to the audience. Disney, well, when they try to do a competent, and I'm going to say try <laughs> in italics here, when they try, bold italics even. Yeah. When they try to do any original productions, they suck hardcore. It's like they have no capability to do it. Well, let me see. I think there's a few good ones. Uh, Lady and the Tramp, was that a, a Disney original story? Nope. Nope. Really? Nope. That's nope. That's like right in French. That sounds like something a French writer would do. What about uh Actually, uh, I believe it was um Fuck, didn't that steal off of a uh, Shakespearean thing? You know, I, I wouldn't be surprised. I don't know. Oh, I would whoa. not be surprised. What about uh, uh Aristocats? Similar idea. I mean, that's a French landscape. That's a French sort of... Well, an original story is what I'm saying. I, I don't know. I'm not Googling right now. Right. I'm on my... I'm doing a podcast. I'm not Googling. I am not Darth Narciss, who has to use Google. And no, he doesn't listen to the podcast. I can say this. I can argue no. without looking at Google constantly, unlike Darth Narciss, who has to engage in every argument by going, well, Google says... Well, Google says, and it's like, shut the fuck up, Google. <laughs> the internet's not right about everything. I know this because I was told by Abraham Lincoln himself at the Battle of Gettysburg. I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> this was back when we were storming the gates of Mordor to throw the ring into the X-Mansion to annihilate Batman. That wasn't Gettysburg, <laughs> you idiot. That was Bunker Hill. 
I don't know. I mean, fuck. I don't know, but afterwards we went to Valley Forge and got some lightsabers. <laughs> this was just <laughs> after the, the, uh, the Japanese had bombed Normandy. Yeah. 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 So uh, things were a bit Back fuzzy. when Omaha had a beach. That's right. Back yeah. when Omaha had a beach. Yeah. I'm going to be a great history teacher. I, I am feeling exactly. confident. Exactly. I'm feeling <laughs> confident for the future of our use. Yeah, so that's, that's Working the Catholic big school. news in entertainment. Uh, <laughs> and strangely enough, it just came in one roaring wave this week with the buyout of Zenimax taking place and Disney catching on fire, basically, financially. I really don't know what else is going on in the entertainment world, except for the fact that Steam is now showing me full screen splashes of Cyberpunk 2077. Oh, excuse me. And... New ads for that, too. New ads for that, and they are too long. Did you guys hear about the, uh... Um, what was it? The Super Mario All-Stars kind of little debacle that happened? Oh, God, what happened? Yeah, so you know how they released uh, Mario 64, um, Mario Sunshine, and the first Mario Galaxy all on one package for the Switch, mm -hmm. right? Well, at first, you know, everyone was like, oh, sweet, they're releasing all the classic Mario games in one package. Well, it, yes, they did just that. So, like, I mean, um, Mario 64, for instance, it's in the same graphics, which is fine, you know, nostalgia. But they didn't even put it in, like, widescreen. It's still the original... Uh, 4x3 format? Yeah, 4x3 format. So you've got this giant black bar sections on yeah. fucking every whoa, whoa, TV yeah, yeah. bars of color. <laughs> yeah, no, just as a side note, on a lighter tone, before he got arrested, yeah. there was only one man in all of California I wanted to portray Mario if they ever did another live action movie. Was it the moniker? No. Okay. Because he looks just like Mario. <laughs> well, he might. Well, no, he's appeared in New York, too, just randomly. So, um, But before he got expunged by cancel culture for doing bad stuff. Yeah. The one person in the world I can envision is Mario because he looks just like Mario. So all you gotta do is slap him in the, in the red... Uh, the red and blue coveralls. The red and blue coveralls with the hat. It's Ron Jeremy. Get that image out of your head now. That's gonna be there for a while. Yeah. That's gonna be there for a while. But <laughs> yeah, that ain't a pipe wrench in his pocket. Jesus. But, Twelve inches of power. Mamma mia. <laughs> but, um... Yeah, so, like, even, uh... Um... Because, you know, what other games have done... Um... Re remasters. Re remasters. Exactly, they remaster the games, right? They put them... You uh, mean, like, they, that Final Fantasy debacle? Well, not just Final Fantasy, I mean... Starcraft. <laughs> the original Starcraft. Yeah, and a lot they of... They did a full remaster, and it's fucking gorgeous. Yeah, and even, like, I just got, um... What is it? Uh, RE4 on the Switch, the port, and it looks beautiful. But, um, this Mario All-Stars one, you know, some of the most beloved Super Mario titles, uh, Sunshine and Galaxy, they didn't even bring them up to HD, they're still in, like, the, um, 480, <laughs> uh, resolution, and on top of that, it's, you know, uh, they'll also sometimes add bonus features, like, even if it's just stuff like, um, here's what we did in development to make these games, none of that, it's just the games... It is as straight a port with as little effort as you can, full for 60 bucks. But see, I would prefer that, you know, 60 bucks, three games, direct ports on a system that's current gen, I wouldn't mind. Yeah. Compared to the bullshit they did to, um, what the hell was it, uh, Luigi's Mansion. How they fucked up that port over onto the DS. Oh, the 2DS? One? The, well, the 3DS, but when they ported it over for that after they released, uh, Luigi's Mansion 2, Dark Moon, or whatever. Yeah. They completely fucked up the game, completely changed the feel, uh, the sequencing. They took a bunch of ghosts out. Really? Yeah. Interesting. That's why I'm really sad, and I'm half tempted, you know, to go out and buy just a goddamn GameCube with Luigi's Mansion and a couple other games and just enjoy the nostalgia. Do it. But yeah, it, it's really weird because um, I'll finish up on this Nintendo thing. Because for the first time, because as we all know, Nintendo fanboys, and I'm saying this as Nintendo fanboys, tend to be pretty uh, die-hard for, you know, old Super Mario. Even some of the more hardcore ones were like, uh, Nintendo, this is kind of a jip. <laughs> what, what are you doing here? Like, Especially when you compare it to the uh, Crash Bandicoot, the insane trilogy that came out a couple years ago. 
where they almost remade the entire games and threw in a bunch of extra bonus content just because, hey, it's Crash Bandicoot, you know? Thank you for D pronouncing that correctly. Oh, you're welcome. Uh, yeah, I, I saw a video recently where the... Um... Crash Bandicoot? No, no, he was calling it Crash Bandicoot. Eh. No, no, come on. So so he was saying it yeah, right, he was just putting the wrong stresses on the wrong syllables. I just... That's almost worse. No, he kept saying Bandicoot, but I'm, I'm just... Throwing that out there, thank you for pronouncing Crash Bandicoot correctly. You're welcome. But, yeah, so that's... Bandi uh, I, I just said Bandicoot. <laughs> Bandicoot. You're terrible. I'm terrible. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's... Even for me, it's kind of like... Uh, some of the rose-tinted goggles for Nintendo, they're starting to slowly come, come down. I'm starting to see what you were saying a little bit there. About yeah, my rose-tinted goggles came off back in the late 90s when I worked for them. Yeah, and uh, it's their practices. They're pretty. Uh, Dude, one of the fucked up practices rigid. is when you work for Nintendo. It's a Japanese company, so they are strict on your ass. Yeah. And even if you are a hundred percent willing to work with them to better yourself in the workplace, yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah. That is how disposable you are. If you fuck up three times, and your manager comes to have a conversation with you. They have not had a conversation with you for the first two times to say, hey, correct your shit. They just walk up and say, clean out your desk. Wow. My rose-tinted glasses came off at that point. Huh. Yeah, that would do it. You know, that, that would do it. I'm just saying, I'm a terrible person for talking shit about Nintendo, but I worked for them for shit, seven, eight months, and yeah. Yeah. Uh, I wasn't a big fan of Mario beforehand. I didn't like the PlayStation was just coming out when I was working for them, uh, or actually it did already came out, but Final Fantasy VII was like, yes, everybody play this. Yeah. And... Didn't you say... Like, I was growing out of Nintendo, I guess. And, yeah. And that was the final push I needed. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh... Nintendo Don't meet your heroes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A actually, that is a good quote, well because... Put. Um, well put. Shit. Back no, in February, wrote. actually. A Nintendo game. Uh, shit. I can't remember his name right offhand. God damn it. The guy who worked on Star Wars that drank yeah. Yoshi Vu. Yeah, Yoshi. Yeah. 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 Yoshi actually said that. He's like, don't meet your heroes, because he's met people in Hollywood who have turned out to be complete dickholes. You know, no, see, I've and I mean a urethra, like, four, and not even a full dickhole. They're like three inches micro dickhole. Just sounding with a straight hornet. Just sounding with a straight so. little stinger. And yeah, he's met people in Hollywood. And Nintendo was that moment for me. I met my heroes, and my heroes... Shat on you. Uh, they didn't just shit on me, dude. They gave me a hot Carl without the sheet of plastic over my face. <laughs> God damn it. So, now here's one for the modern age. Don't follow your heroes. I.e., you know, on social media. Because, Jesus Christ, I never want to see Mark Hamill on anything ever again. Oh, 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 oh my God, dude. Oh, Speak I about like Don't Hamill. Follow Your Heroes. <laughs> I want to talk about, real quickly, the legend. The man in a bulletproof black and yellow Batman suit himself. Local superhero. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, I did not realize that this was not, like, Big news! I like. I just discovered this, dude. Like I mean, way. What he got late. arrested for, like last year? No, this actually he got last year, but he was actually put uh, through the system back around January, February. I didn't even know about this, but for those who give a fuck about superheroes, and if you're a big fan of Phoenix Jones, who I've been waiting to fucking just go down in flames, got caught on drug charges. And yep. so for those who don't know, um, see, it, what gets me though is either you go down fighting or you live long enough to see yourself become the villain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, when are we going to get uh, Phoenix Jones in the uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe? He's already tried comic books and they failed horribly. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. Um,. I just, I just learned this. I am ecstatically happy. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, some good news. Finally, some good news. I no, I think it's. Sad. I do not mind people who are good Samaritans. Yeah. Right. A good Samaritan can make or break your day. Yeah. It helps or reinvigorate we, some faith in humanity, which is 
woefully lacking almost every day, except for between 3.45 to 3.55 a.m. on Thursday morning. Sometimes only I, under a full moon. Only under a full moon. Sometimes I have some faith in humanity. So Good Samaritan is a good thing, but Phoenix Jones doing what he did, I do not agree with. Yeah. Because all it takes is one fuck-up at the right time in the right location, and he could have been hauled into court for much worse. Yeah. And all the superheroes out there who are trying to do things like help out with our community would have been looked at with much more suspicion. The law itself would have clamped down on them harder. Yeah. So I am just glad that Phoenix didn't creep up on some dude who's trying to rob a lady at an ATM and the dude freaks out, panics, and stabs somebody. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. At least with police, as much as I have a love-hate relationship with them, at least there's checks and balances, investigations, internal affairs... You can hire lawyers and investigators. You can open up cases against the police station. Yeah. It's a lot different than dealing with a mask. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Who can, you know, wind up trying to save the day, get somebody completely fucked over, and run away. And that's the end of it. And that's the end of it. So I think the moral of the story here is, what I'm getting is that superheroes are stupid. Uh, stop supporting DC and Marvel. All right, good episode. Uh, See you well, next no, week. I'm not gonna say stop. <laughs> I am not gonna say stop supporting DC and Marvel because the public, the people, I give it back to you. The people have already voted with their wallets. DC and Marvel are a fucking dumpster fire right now. Mm-hmm. You ever hear the sound of a plane doing a tailspin? <laughs> right. This is the sound the. DC and, Mar- yeah. DC and Marvel are the sound the plane makes when it actually connects with the ground after the tailspin. <laughs> See, I just always, my mind for that sound effect always goes to the Stuka dive bomber. The Stuka alarm. Um, I actually want to read something off. I did pull out my phone here. And phone on podcast. Phone on podcast. Well, I've got I'm to glad read. Glad he's this. not wearing his kilt when he said he whipped it out. I know, right? <laughs> this is an actual quote from Darth Blasphemous Mike no. Bond oh okay author of Cyberpunk okay okay uh, written decades ago okay I want your initial knee-jerk response to what was written in the first edition of Cyberpunk when it was released all those decades ago okay and Cyberpunk has been around as long as I have alright so the, the book itself has gray hairs it's getting wrinkles and has a knee that swells up when it gets cold outside. So, this is a very old quote. Now, tell me what your knee-jerk response is because I find it to be very future, uh, future-sighted. It is now accepted among historical scholars that in the decades before the collapse, America suffered from the sickness of racism and cultural identity Everyone wanted to be seen as special. Every group had to be equal or preferably better than its neighbors and fought to protect its special rights. If anyone had something that existed... uh, Sorry. If anyone had something that someone else wanted and they were painted as racist, sexist, elitist, or worse, this diversive... Divisive. 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 Sorry, I had diversity in my head for a moment. Anyway, this divisive me-first attitude eventually tore the fabric of American culture apart and caused it to self-destruct in a fireball of competing ideologies, none of which truly recognized each other's validity. Diversity led inexorably to anarchy. Yikes. This was written... What year? Um, I don't know what year exactly, but this was written back in the early 80s. <sighs> or published back in the early 80s, I should say. Some of those science fiction authors back in the day, man, they were... <laughs> they knew what was up. Yeah. Or I should say no, because, I mean, I assume he's still alive. H.P. Lovecraft. Mike Pond is still alive, but this was um, put in the uh, cyberpunk books when they first came out. It, wow, that, that's something. I mean, you have to... To, to write a game like Cyberpunk, right, you have to have that sort of very far-looking futurist view. Like, you have to be looking 
a century plus ahead of you. Yeah. And if you're able to predict, you know, stuff like cybernetics is going to be a thing in an era where robots were cardboard boxes, let's call it like it is here. Yeah. And that it would be, you know, this mainstream thing. Like, we've got kids with Iron Man arms. We've got kids with Spider-Man-themed leg uh, replacements, right? All yeah. over the world. And it's becoming a more and more thing, more and more accepted thing. But it amazes me that decades ago, you can have that sort of future sight and be like, this is just a prediction, but it makes sense. Yeah, you, you know, one thing, uh, on that same note, uh, when I was in high school, I, I took a Myth and Legends class my senior year. It was honestly one of the coolest classes I've ever taken in any education I've ever had. But one of the short stories we read when we were talking about science fiction and kind of um, uh, its reflection on culture and you know predictions as to what the future may hold, it was a short story. I forget the author and I forget the gist of the story. I apologize for that. But there's a character in the story uh, who's kind of this... Uh, um, he's not a mafia dom, but he's kind of like a corrupt businessman. You know, he's wealthy. He's got money. He's got power. And the protagonist goes to talk to him. And he, um, the protagonist is describing him in his head as, you know, just this great, really big, fat guy. You know, just kind of a homely dude. You know, doesn't take care of himself. But his face is almost Hollywood perfect quality. And he said, because in this story, people can go, if you have the money, to surgeons and reconstruct your body to look perfect and beautiful by, you know, whatever standard they uh, they it, wanted. It, whatever standard they wanted. And that's, I want to say this story was written in 1971 or 2. And now look at, like, plastic surgery that we have nowadays. You know, just completely cosmetic. That, you know, if you mm -hmm. want to, I mean, look at the kid who those kids who um, got plastic surgery to look like Justin Bieber, or that one recently who got plastic surgery to look like um, uh, one of the members of, I think, BTS, you know, that Korean pop group. It's... Or look at the Bugganoff brothers. <laughs> we, no, do not incur the wrath, all right? Yeah, that's true. They're going to come and steal my Bitcoin in the night. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All like point zero 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 okay, we get it. three Bitcoin that I have, <laughs> but fuck it, they already know. <laughs> I have like twenty eight Doge coins. Twenty eight Doge coins. Yes, much coins. So wow. <laughs> <laughs> you get a lot for a penny these days. Yeah. Lols. <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, to get back on topic. It, it is interesting that um, all these science fiction stories, how. Uh, you know, how true they're becoming. How true they're becoming. And honestly, I think, you know, that old saying, you know, if we want to um, invest in the future, we should look and learn from the past. Honestly, I think we should look to maybe some of these science fiction writers. Maybe, well, because, like, well, going on the, on the prediction and stuff, like Mike Pond. Yeah. Uh, Pond Smith. Sorry. Mike Pond. I have to correct myself in retro here. I kept calling him Mike Pond. It's actually Mike Pond Smith. Dude. I got half of it right. Anyway. Uh, when he wrote this, like, he called it out almost word for word what's going on right now in 2020. Yeah. Like, Damn 40 it. years ahead of the curve. Yeah. It's, you know, wouldn't it? It's uh, frightening. Well, I actually, maybe 35 years ahead of the curve, because, you know, there's time to get publishers and go through all this shit. So, but when this got published, it actually thrown on store shelves. Yeah. Yeah. He was calling it decades in advance. Fascinating. And to your uh, degree of saying, hey, you know, if you want to look to the future, look to the past and all that, and you talking about robots, I will suggest for anybody who is a fan of uh, the sci-fi genre to look into a movie called Metropolis. Oh, God. Yeah. And just like oh, these God. writings, it, and not visually, yeah. but the core concept of it is what's going on right now also. Dude, I don't care what anyone says. Like, out of all the horror movies, that fucking robot... From Metropolis, that is still one of the most eerie, th like well, the fact that uh, the guy, the, the main protagonist dude, like his job, like doing this shit with the clock, yeah, was a symbol of what work will be like in the future, where your job is just basically doing nothing more than managing time mindlessly until it's time to go home, and then come back and manage the hands of the clock again mindlessly. 
You know, and if you yeah. don't participate in being a part of the machine, the machine will break down. Yeah. Or break you. Yeah. Or both. Or break you or both. You know, and then of course we've got machines that are also in the movie that are learning. Yeah, it's you know? uh boy oh boy, I sure hope we don't come so to I have no. We've got a score. guy who's just doing, you know, mindless, tedious work handling a clock and a more physical representation of Tay. It's crazy. The only thing the future lacks is a great soundtrack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, modern music is shit. Okay, so here's how it goes, right? Everything goes to shit, then it goes Mad Max, right? Then we have the Techno Barbarians. It's going to be like this for thousands of years, and then right when it looks even bleakest, you know, humanity's about to be gone, Emperor of Mankind. Mankind, no. the wrestler? Emperor of Mankind. Oh, Emperor of Mankind. Yep. For a moment there, I was just like envisioning Mankind with Sokka the puppet on a throne. <laughs> and I'm like, I am totally legit with those. That is cool as fuck. That is like one of the most awesome people in the world. That guy worked his ass off to get where he did. <laughs> and you know, he does a thing where he's a Santa nowadays. He writes children's books. Yep. Like, Never know the, where the crap end he, up. When I first saw him on WWF... Okay, this was old school time. World Wrestling Federation. Yes, because, you know, anybody who's a fan of watching men who are all oiled up fight over a strip of lather. In, with a shiny piece of metal on with it. With a shiny piece of metal in a glorified pageant. That's all it is, really. And then I see this guy come on stage, and I'm like, who is this fat fuck in the sweatpants? <laughs> he does not belong in the ring. But he's like infectious. Like he would—he knew what he was doing in the ring. He took these sort of crazy risks. And then I read his uh, biography that he wrote, and that guy had worked his way through hell and high water to get in that ring. And I'm like, you know what, Mick Foley, respect. Yeah, I ain't even mad. That's I, awesome. I—I yeah. I want to shake his hand and give him a beer, <laughs> <laughs> or just rip Stone Cold Steve Austin's head open and just pour the alcohol-infused beer into Mick Foley. You know? <laughs> I'm just saying. Sure thing. Sure thing. Um, we have so gotten way off of gaming topics. Yeah, well, no, we kind of pop, pop culture. Yeah. Yeah, pop culture. Yeah, I, I just want to say this on a side note, though. When we finally do get to, you know, um, consumer-grade uh, cybernetics, you can bet your ass I'm going to go full Kano. I'm getting the cyber eye with the lasers and the uh, mechanical heart. Not me, dude. I am. Uh-uh. If cybernetics become publicly available yeah. at any given point in time before I expire from this meat tube that I happen to inhabit, <laughs> I am going to go with a Triax manufactured VX340 slasher gold series standard model with the forearm-mounted uh, viral blades, uh -huh. uh, a six-pack of mini-missile launchers for my back, uh -huh. and at least a NE-10 sidearm from Naruni Enterprises. Oh. Right. <laughs> no, here's what you're going to do. No, that's... You're going to be a head in a jar with your name on a little plaque, like from Futurama. Probably, because uh, last I checked, getting a hold of any Triax-grade uh, military hardware... Uh, Keyword well, there, military hardware. Military yeah. hardware, uh, especially by Triax and the NGR, the New German Republic. Uh, to get there from here in America, I would actually have to cross over through the Federation of Magic, currently rolled over by Lord Dunskin, who's complete cock-ass. Uh, somehow make it through Free Quebec, who is not dimensional being friendly, so I would have to totally pass off that I'm a human sympathizer, 110 fucking percent to make it through Quebec. And then somehow I got to make it through Mystic England, which is sword and sorcery. Torque, sword, sword and sorcery. And it's, it's if the guidebook written by uh, the author is anything of indication, I'm just going to want to go around Britain, maybe hop over the Isle of Man, and then go through the Gargoyle Kingdoms and the interdimensional rifts that um, just spill them out all over the place over there, and then I get to Germany. Okay. And, and then, then I gotta convince them to put my brain in a cybernetic body that is a walking fucking tank. So, <laughs> I'm just saying, life on Rift's Earth is not all that fun. <laughs> you see, that's where I would go from uh, from my own homebrew and just cut straight through the SCP to get there. 
actually, there's an SCP that could probably route you there, like, super hot fast. Yeah. Yeah. Easy enough, you get a saddle. Uh-huh. And I don't remember his SCP number, but without looking at him... One, two, three, four. Oh, that one. Oh, you're talking about... Uh, yeah. Like, no, you strap the saddle to Shy Guy. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then... You have somebody make a video conference call with Shy Guy. <laughs> and he hauls off Terran ass so fast he just runs across the Atlantic while you hold on to your hat. That's. I like that idea. <laughs> Maybe That's bring good. out a two tank. Because he That's won't good. stop until he actually encounters that person and kills them. Yeah. Just saying. Yeah, so, no. What you gotta do? Get an O2 tank for the trip. Because that, that wind burn is going. Oh, yeah, that wind burn is gonna be harsh. SCP-096. Oh, 096. Okay, so... boop. Something went boop. The boop. Was that I me? wish to boop they snoot. No, I didn't go boop. I didn't go boop. boop. Oh. Not me. That'll be mine. Okay, Blasphemous and Kaz, we haven't heard. What cybernetics are you guys getting? I'm gonna die au natural. Okay, are you gonna be buried or cremated? Buried. I will die old. Catholic, not a fucking heathen. Dude, dude. Hey, hey, Vatican II um, happened. You're allowed to be cremated. Yo. If you want to. You just iron have- is a natural element. Nickel is a natural element. Steel is still natural. Nah. You can die naturally in so a steel is arsenic. Body. Yes. So is uranium. Uranium I'm just fever. saying. I, I plan <laughs> on going out the way I came in. A meat bag. No additions. Maybe a couple subtractions. <laughs> but, Your mom is going to be so pissed. <laughs> Don't worry, she'll be long gone first. You've gotten but, a lot bigger since you came out, I'm just saying. <laughs> but, um, if she wasn't dead, <laughs> if she wasn't dead at that point, she would be after. <laughs> It'd be like the reverse of Shang Tsung's newest fatality, you know? <laughs> I'm sorry. I, know. I, think I've, I think I've seen that horror movie, man. <laughs> but no, um, I tell you, that's a kink that I really don't think people should have. What, war? No, that's... Oh, oh, yeah, God, no. Let him finish. I already interrupted him hardcore enough. (laughs) But no, when it comes to cybernetics and stuff, I'm just not really down. Um, I, to be honest, I'm bad enough with electronics as it is. Y'all know this. Uh, And I... I don't know. I would want to go out old school and just fucking simple pine box and bury me out under a tree. Well, not necessarily say you have to get longevity or, like, have a body part removed, but if you can have something, like, added to, like, you know, uh, like, some sort of, like, extrasonic, like, hearing or whatever, I'm not sure if that's a thing. No? If they can hack in and take money out of my bank account, I don't trust putting any kind of electronic on me. Even a fucking, uh, little defib, like, motherfuckers can hack that shit if it's got a Wi-Fi and just, randomly shock me. I like how we, uh, the first thing you brought up was your uh, hacking, like, your bank account or something. I'm just trying to imagine, like, a little cybernetic, you know, thing that's supposed to improve your hearing. I just, uh... Things, and it has, like, the MasterCard logo on the side. I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm gonna just put this on the table. Um, Ew, what, what is that? Keep your pants on. Just keep the pants on. I'm just saying, for people hacking your brain, it's a bit too late. No, it's not about hacking my brain. It's about hacking a piece that's connected to my body that can show hey, up. Hey, I'm not already saying your brain can be hacked without something inserted in your body. Yeah. yeah. Just saying. Okay. Just saying. Cass, right. what are you getting? Leg enhancements. Leg enhancements. Probably wings. Oh, God, leg enhancements are so great. Wings. I mean, fucking A, dude. My knees are killing me. Well, what, <laughs> do you, what would these legs do? Hmm. Super speed or no? No, they would was... allow him to shashay. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, please! I already sashay. <laughs> okay, fine. You'd be able to strut. <laughs> Moonwalk. No. Um. Be the genius, not my love. All right. Copyright. That's enough of that. <laughs> All seriousness, though. Um. Extra knee. Extra uh, knee oh, joint. That'd be interesting. Fuck that, dude. I would go full conversion. Yeah, I, almost at that point, it would it would sort of depend on how it would work out and all that stuff. But it would be an interesting thing to do. I would totally go for the cyber eye. Yeah, even though there's the inherent risk that it's connected directly to my brain. You know, I figure I don't use it much, so <laughs> not losing much. <laughs> I mean, at the same time, you're talking, you know, decades into the future of 
biomechanical, oh. mechanical, and uh, medical technologies to make this possible. Cast don't ruin my fantasy. No, it's, it's enhancing it. it. You're assuming <laughs> you can just go up to... Hey, Cyberdoc, over there on 10th Street. Yeah, the mech boy. Yeah, exactly. It's just, you know, he's going to route around inside me putting the new there, there, There's only... Okay, like... <laughs> if such technology existed that I could put my consciousness into a mechanical body, there is only one request I would have of the world at that point to keep me fully compliant and passive with whatever job that would be, would be required of me to do with said body. Yeah. And that would be to give me a clone of Ali Sheedy. Nice. Yes. Nice. Altered or unaltered? Like, are you going to have to raise it? No, no, I'm talking like 1985 Ali yeah. with no Steve Gutenberg in sight. And <laughs> she could just call me number five and all would be well. Going to get a Molly Ringwald to go with that? Dude, I would take a Molly Ringwald right now. And I know that how dude, old I, she I, is. And I'm like, God damn, dude, fine wine. Dude, <laughs> both her and Ali Sheedy still today. Yeah. No, I was actually making a pop culture reference to about 1985 when she was in Short Circuit. Uh, oh. Johnny Five is alive. Jesus fuck. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> the sequel sucked ass though. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Hard. That absolutely sucked ass. It didn't just era. suck ass, dude. It like took a straw, shoved it into the ass, and just <laughs> turbo pumped. Well, there is a mental image I'm gonna be stuck with again. Sucking shit through a tube. <laughs> like Short Circuit in New York was just. Like, I was hoping, like, Crocodile Dundee would just stab him. But that well, movie hadn't come out yet. See, my favorite thing is, one of my favorite movies from growing up that involves robotics is Batteries Not Included. With oh, alien yeah. Alien spaceships. Oh, Never got a sequel because it, it didn't need one. They perfectly told a story and it worked. Yeah, it was really weird. Dude, I saw that in theaters for free. Like, they handed out tickets. Like, really? you could... I was in a small, dinky-ass town. Like, our theater had two screens. <laughs> and typically, the kids' stuff was, like, on the right-hand side, and the adult stuff was on the left-hand side. Okay. So, right now, like, uh, with the movies that came out, say, in recent years, if you were to go in to see Star Wars, Star Wars would be on the right-hand side. That's the family-friendly movie. But if you were going to go in and see... Uh, John Wick. John Wick, you go on the right. Okay. So that was their way of making sure, you know, family friendly on one side, adults only on the other, or actually PG-13 on up. And I go walking in one day and they're like, and I go to see, uh, I think it was Arachnophobia. Oh, yeah. that movie. When that movie came out and they're like, oh that yeah. That something else. And when I bought my ticket, they handed me another ticket for a movie and I'm like, oh cool, I can see another movie. And it's like already pre-printed out for Short Circuit. I think it was Arachnophobia. I just... Fucking ancient times ago, so... <laughs> Eons past? Eons past, alright. But yeah, I mean, that that's definitely one of the things with, like, getting cybernetics and all that is I personally wouldn't trust it because the frailties of the human body trying to get any of those actual physical enhancements. So we have enough problems just trying to replace the bits we already have. Yeah. Adding on to it. Like, you see all these people who get all that experimental surgery where it's like, oh... I want to look like a cat, so I'm going to have, you know, my upper lip all fucked up, and my ears are going to get fucking pointed and all this, and, you know, my hands are going to get fucking, like, the, well, I mean, cat the first knuckle dead. removed. <laughs> yeah. There is one really awesome argument I had against cybernetics, because I've had this conversation before. Okay. Okay, like, this was long ago before, okay, again, ancient times, Okay. When I was talking about my interest in going full conversion Borg or getting a brain box or anything like that, the other dude's like, don't go first gen. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Because if you go first gen, basically I get a first generation like head replacement brain box and they come out with something better like a few years later. And it's incompatible. I'm now trying to upgrade an Apple IIe to a 386. <laughs> And, you know, it's easier to upgrade a 386 to even our more modern computers, but an Apple IIe doesn't translate very fucking well. Yeah. So, that is a good argument, though. Like, if first-gen cybernetics come out, you don't want to be one of the first ones to basically buy a Model T skeletal replacement, only to have, like, a decade later, oh, there's a turbocharged, you know, fucking Gran Torino over there. Yeah. 
and you don't really have the ability to upgrade because not backwards compatible. Fuck! That one's got rubber tires and mine are still made of wood. Shit, I'm a bad cyborg. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But it's a very good point to bring up. It's like, with medical technology in general, yeah. is you don't want to be... You want to be after it's been proven, reproven, and improved upon. That's where you want to be with anything like this. Well, someone's got to be the guinea pig in those test subjects. I mean, there was. Oh like, yeah, and then yeah. you know, Hold on, and have you not seen RoboCop? Yeah, I, exactly. I have not actually seen RoboCop. It's oh on my, my to watch god, list. what? I've never. Se- it's on my to watch list. It better be. It is. I want to see that fucking movie. All right. Well, disregarding that particular failing of yourself. I know. And Silver Lake Video's gone, dude. I can't just go there and get it for like a dollar for the night. Fucking sucks. Remember, it's RoboCop, not RoboCop. Yeah, don't go down the airport video. (laughs) All their movies are action movies. All their movies are action movies. They are still open 24 hours a day, (laughs) selling the finest in action entertainment for grown-ups in Snohomish County. Freeze, (laughs) dirtbag. Anyway... In, you know, and my hat's off to medical tech. All pizzas have extra salami. <laughs> yeah. I'm, you know, my hat's off to people who are doing those bleeding edge medical stuff for, you know, the betterment of others. Yeah. My hat's off to you. But I will not be that person. I will not be the medical test. Yeah. Yeah, I was watching, the, uh, for, actually for a research paper I was doing uh, last spring, um, we are me and the guy I was working with, we were actually doing our topic on just this subject, and there was this guy who, like, um, in his youth lost both of his arms in, like, uh, like an electrical accident. He was, like, helping repair one of those electrical boxes that are, you know, out in people's yards and shit, and just zap, both his arms gone. And so, um, I forget which university it was, but their medical team came up with, like, uh, it, it goes over his back, almost like a backpack, but it was two functional robotic arms. And so, to a degree, he had, like, arms back. And, it, and just, like, how it worked, you know, like... Because, you know, your muscles send electronic signals, or your brain sends it through your muscles and... Well, it sends it through the nervous system to give the muscles the idea of, all right, now I'm going to begin to pull up the bicep, and I'm going to let it down. Yeah, and how, like, these arms work, like, it, that same signal was going, but it was being picked up by the... Uh, and by an interpreter. Yeah, set. the interpreter. In the, it was fucking fascinating that we already. Oh yeah, we've come like a long this. way in the last couple of decades. Yeah, I mean before mm-hmm. it was just you know, especially when you see. Like, Here I carved a piece of wood that kind of looks like your face. Now put it over the giant gaping hole where your eye and fucking cheekbone used to be. Uh, those yeah, poor World War One veterans. Or um, you know, early uh, hand prosthesis were like hook. a hook and claw. Yeah, yeah. Right. Nowadays, we've got people with fully articulated five-fingered hands, yeah. you know, stylized like Iron Man is popular. Yeah, I mean, that's that's the shit is just fucking insane to me. And, like, again, I wouldn't do first gen, but if I could get, like, you know, a, I, I'm dead serious. If I could get, like, a Kano eye, dude, I would be so on board with that. <laughs> Mostly because, um, a girlfriend, she loves cats, so we're always going to have cats. Dude, a laser pointer in my eye? I could just sit there on the Yeah, you're just... right, like... <laughs> when you when the cat does something wrong, you just zap it like in the eyeball. Yeah. So or, you see eye to eye with your cat, and then it's blind. <laughs> or better yet, get three laser pointers in the eye, and I can be like fucking predator. <laughs> or you can take it one step uh, further and have like a replaceable uh, lens to go over your cornea. Yeah. And so like last action hero style, you can like instead of just have a smiley face or a bullseye, you can actually shine a laser through it and put a bullseye on the wall. Exactly. Yeah. See, then everywhere becomes your test range for firing stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah! There anyway. is no drawback to this. Uh, it appears we're hitting about the one hour mark about now. So yeah. this turned into a newscast instead of Spooktober? No, 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 next... no, no, we weren't doing Spooktober. Next but... week is Spooktober. Yeah. Ah. We're actually going to release our Spooktober episode in October, just not the very beginning of October. So we're this is... This is our hey monikers back. Let's just have a bullshit session, throw in some news, have some fun. Yeah. Hopefully, our audience has some fun, and those who are checking us out on Parlor, Facebook, the occasional YouTuber who shows up and says, "What the hell is this stuff?" <laughs> I love you guys. You make it all worthwhile to sit down mm-hmm. and, and pour out our role-playing thoughts to help you improve your game. And of course, if you have any uh, questions that you want to send us, 
Questions, visit, comments, ideas. Questions, comments, ideas, anything like that. You can send us topics through our email or send me personally hate mail that I will read to the moniker. I will just cross my name out and put his name in <laughs> and read them on air because uh, that's the kind of ass I am. <laughs> but, Do it. Uh, we're going to get in this October next week. Woo. Woo! Oh, wait, 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 wait. Woo! Wait, hold on. Well, let me do it the way most of you fucks know. Woo! Uh, I do not defame culture like that. Fuck right off and everyone I will that. tell you about the vehicle being Kazarkan passed a while back that had uwu on license plate. Really? Oh, I yes, fucking it, called it. it anyway. Did. And I our, hated it. To our listeners, I love you guys, and... I'm talking with a game manufacturer right now who's got a Kickstarter going. He's got a fantastic product. I am super excited about it. These guys are super excited Hell about yeah, it. Hell yeah, we are. Mm-hmm. Hopefully we can get some stuff going on in front of the camera and fucking annihilate the shit out of this rule set for fun and profit and enjoyment and introduce our gamers to, to- a new D12 system that I am just fucking d12s holy shit ming i am fucking ravenous for this thing <laughs> anyway that is me i'm not giving any final thoughts because we're already well over time yeah. and stuff so this is game goblin going back to my crypt i will see you for creepy time next week <laughs> uh going around the table kazarkan back to the skies moniker signing off good to be with you folks again Darth blasphemous signing off Freeze, dirtbag. <laughs>